Welcome, and thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Hashtag Be the Good in Your Hood. It's a podcast dedicated to sharing the essential change that can occur in your place, in your neighborhood, and in your life through simple acts of hospitality. We are your hosts, Dave and Jen Colley. Here we are with another episode of Hashtag Be the Good in Your Hood. And we're really excited about having our literal guests at the table. Dan and Amanda Atkins are currently actually staying with us as our guests, but they are our guests on our podcast. So that's really exciting. And just a little background on why we have them here, mainly because they're awesome. Secondly, because Dan is the treasurer on the Hospitality Matters board, but also because they have an incredible place of influence and neighboring in their own neighborhood that they're, I guess, originally from Tuolumne, California, but they have spent time all year in different neighborhoods. And so they have kind of a unique perspective on neighboring across the country. And so I'm excited to hear what they have to share with us. And I know this is a tricky question because of your travels this year. But we'd love to just hear from you to tell us what you feel like your role in your neighborhood, wherever that may be. Um, What is it? How do you see yourselves as neighbors? Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you for literally hosting us in your home. We are uh, crashing the Collie basement with our four kids. We traveled out here from Kansas City, uh, I don't know, five days, four days ago. And you guys have been wonderful hosts. We we can say that, yes, the, the... the people who run Hospitality Matters are incredibly hospitable, and uh, we, we, we needed to check it for ourselves. But um, thanks for hosting us, and um, encourage any of our listeners to come by and stay at the Collies B&B <laughs> in Bardstown, <laughs> Kentucky. I believe Dave just muted my mic so that that part <laughs> doesn't make the podcast. You're not muted. I'm You're not muted. Kidding. Yeah. So for us, um, I mean, I think it's been a journey in our marriage for sure of kind of learning how God wants to use us as a as a family, as as a um, a welcoming space. And this last year has been really unique. We left our home in September, and we've been kind of traveling across the country. Um, we planted in Kansas City for a while. We traveled out of the country. We've driven over to um, Kentucky and up to Iowa and all across the country. We're heading out to the East Coast soon. And so what's neat is I think that you, even if you're not in your home or in maybe necessarily your like what you would consider your comfortable space and you get out of it, you can still carry a space of welcoming with you wherever you go. And we were just, man and I were just talking about this before of like, yeah, what, how have we, have we had to like shift majorly to continue being a family and people that welcome others into our space, even though we've been like kind of out of our own space for the last year, pretty much, we've been out of our actual home. So for me, for us, it's been being a family and being, um, being a marriage, being a a people that, that are welcoming, no matter what environment you put yourself in or what you throw yourself into. And I think we probably talk more about how that's maybe changed over the over the years. Yeah, no, that's really, that's really good. Sometimes we think that we can only play certain roles in certain places. And it's cool for you guys to say, hey, it doesn't really matter where we go. This is our role. Like we're going to be this for whoever we come in contact with. It doesn't matter if I'm at my house or in my town or if I'm visiting someone else's house or someone else's town. And anyway, I think that's a really unique perspective of a role. 
you know, we often ask people, what's your role in your neighborhood? And you turn it around and say, well, the role is important wherever we are. So I think that's, anyway, I think that's a really cool perspective. Amanda, do you have anything that you want to add? Yeah, I think initially that wasn't always so easy, the welcoming people into our home. Um, Dan and I, we, we were house church planters five years ago. And with that um, came just the responsibility of offering a place for the home church. And so we hosted our house church for the first year. And that really got us out of our comfort zone of being the place that welcomes others in. And when you do it on a consistent basis, it doesn't become something that is so trying or it becomes something that's joyous. And and so we knew when we left our hometown to go out to Kansas City that we wanted to bring the same level of welcome that we did in our neighborhood with our home church to wherever we were going to go. And we found that it was a lot easier to be that place of welcome because we've kind of had training in it, but you just become more comfortable the more you do it. And we just love we love hosting. We love being the family that welcomes others in and gives them a place to um, feel comfortable and to be loved on. I think um, you just spoke right to something that I feel like is often a misconception about what it really means to be welcoming or what it means to practice hospitality. Um, and that's that it's just easy for some people. And so they do it really well. And it's usually not that. It's usually it's been difficult and we had to have practice at it and we got better at it because we did it. And we learned from what was going on and we were changed in the process. And then we grew even in like, like you said, just kind of your own understanding of it or your own practice of it or your own capacity to welcome people in is, is different now because you just started doing it. And I think that that's often a misconception is that, you know, we see people that are like, oh, they're so welcoming or they're inviting people in or doing things with other people. Um, and usually that has come from a journey of practicing hospitality. And I think that's one of the things too, and just hearing from our guests that we want to um, see those little pieces and those stories of not only what good you have seen come from practicing hospitality, but also that journey in the process. And so that really is our question that we're focusing on our whole season yeah. is what good have you seen come from practicing hospitality? And again, we can, we've had lots of times where people, um, I've asked, you know, what do we, what do we mean by hospitality? And, and you guys have spoken well to that already of just understanding hospitality from the, the practice of welcoming people wherever you are. It doesn't have to be a certain event. So we'd love to hear from you. What good have you seen come from that? Um, well, I think, yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a good question with a lot of options for answers. So to keep it maybe in the same vein of that space of welcome, and it doesn't have to be, obviously, you're where you live, um, but that's a big piece of the space that we inhabit and where we spend a lot of our time. But I think one of the things that's been really neat to see is with this model that we, um, you know, didn't invent or anything of like just having church in your home. Um, people, we did it for a year, like we were saying, and there, I mean, there were Sundays where, or wherever, whenever we gathered, a Thursday night prayer was like, oh my gosh, like this is it's starting to get a little tiring. But, but we really enjoy, we just enjoyed like this is our home where like people are praying and worshiping and breaking bread together and having these like, you know, you just kind of hover around as you're listening and these really deep, meaningful conversations like in the space where we spend a lot of our time and our kids are in and out. And it just, 
we really grew to like this is this is what we want our home to look like. We want these types of conversations. We want these types of interactions and this type of um, engagement in our home. But then we other people started to want that too, and they're. So it was neat to see we went from one other family to two other families saying we want to host and hosting. And some of them had, you know, our houses that they obviously have had people over, but none of them had ever opened their home up for a like we're going to do we're going to invite all the families. We're going to do church. We're going to do a meal. We're going to have worship. We're gonna, like that was new. And now we, I, I wish I had an exact number, but I would say probably 10 different homes over the last five years, maybe more, of people that I think that if we didn't push through and do it consistently and regularly and do it in love and show like this is, not only is it possible and sustainable, but it's it's really good. <laughs> like it's really fun and it's really powerful. Um, so we ended up kind of falling on a system of like once a month rotating and it wasn't an expectation of um, like, hey, you have to if you want to come hang out with us. But we found that even the people that initially were like, oh, I wish I could host. We live in a little apartment. And within like a few months, they, I don't know, there's a young couple that join, um, Logan and Katie. They're awesome and newlyweds. And they were just like, we want this in our house, but it's so small, but we're going to do it anyway. And it was like, just so neat to see that when you, you know, it does take some modeling and, and it does take some people to go, um, to be a place of welcome for others to go, Hey, I can do that too. And we've been away from our home church, um, traveling and going to a, um, different church in Kansas city for the last six or seven months. And just staying in touch with them and, and hearing all the different new families that have jumped in and they're on board. And it's just now it's become a rhythm of life for this whole community. And it, um, and I know that's not unique to Tuolumne. It's happening all over the world, but it, it, somebody has to start it. And it's, it's cool to step back and go, this is, we're excited to go back, like for sure. And the multiplication factor of that, right? Yeah. That if, you decided to say, hey, I'm going to be the good or I'm going to offer my space, even though it may not be super hard or super easy, yeah. and I'm going to do it consistently. Then all of a sudden, other people started tasting and seeing what that felt like. And because of that, there was relationship that was built that spilled over into yeah. now other people doing that in the, the community as a whole or even in the county as a whole. And yeah, so that's that's a great good, you know, fighting through that hardship seeing and really kind of saying, hey, I'm going to lead out and I'm going to train and equip. And now we're empowering other people to do that. People have been doing this every week yep. in multiple places, even when you're not there. So that's really, really neat to hear. Um, Amanda, anything on your end from that? Going back to just the people recognizing or like speaking about like, oh, you make it look hosting, you make it look so easy. And then saying, oh, it's definitely not always been this way. Like that first year, Although it was wonderful, it had a lot of its hardships yeah. also. Being a mom with four young children. You can't show up late to church <laughs> when it's at your house. Right. You also <laughs> want your house to be a level of clean. And sometimes you just have to be okay with people showing up to a house that has four young children in it. And just learning for me to just be at peace with, okay, you know what? Like, peop I want to show 
you know, hospitality, regardless of maybe ha- if my house is at the level of clean that I would like it to be, having people come in has become more important than maybe the cleanliness of my house. And then even when we were in Kansas City, our house all just happened to be the house where people gathered. And we would host, we hosted Thanksgiving at our home with, um, we did an internship in uh, IHOP KC. And so it was just kind of a natural thing for us to offer. And then we had get-togethers beyond that and now other people are starting to like hey I want to host so it's just once you model it it's so easy and even if you talk with someone about like oh how are you hosting it's like it's really not that hard and you can do it too (laughs) yeah so I hear I hear the word freedom in that that sometimes people don't think they can because of these like undercurrent whether you call them barriers or excuses or whatever of house cleanliness or time or presentation or even mentally or emotionally ready for someone to walk in your door at that moment on a Sunday morning. Talk a little bit about what what was that process for you to learn how to walk in that or offer that in such freedom or ease, you know, kind of letting go of that like tension or stress of like, what are people going to think of my house? Or what are they going to think if my kids don't have pants on yet? You know? So what is that like with the freedom piece of that for you? Oh man. Um, um, I think, I mean, you set getting freedom from those expect, I think it's expectations we put on ourselves, um, that to invite people in, you have to have a nice home or that you have to have it so clean or have a nice meal to offer I think just the letting go has been been freeing in itself to know that what we have is is enough and we don't have to go beyond to put on a show every time yeah yeah no I I think I was trying to think like man that was a while ago and there were, I mean, I can, I'm picturing conversations of like, are we still going to keep, like, are we really going to keep doing this? You know, cause it, there were times where it was like, just felt hard. Cause it was a couple nights a week or, or Sundays and some Thursdays. And, um, but I think you start realizing like, wait a minute, we didn't have things all together and we hosted and it went great. And then, and it all, I felt like beyond Sunday, the rhythm of just being okay with like, well, why don't, I, why don't everybody just come over to our house or why don't, and it, it just felt like our house did become even more, even outside of that, like our home church gathering. We just felt so much more free to offer our space beyond that gathering. Like it, it was just like, you get in the rhythm of like, it was consistently happening on this one day, but then it was like, oh, well, it's what, what, <laughs> Tuesday or what, you know, and it just like, and it's, um, I don't know, it's been, but I, I don't know if we could pinpoint necessarily like, that moment when it clicked, I think, I think it was just the believing God had called us to this, like you are to be a good steward of the, the things I've given you. And I've given you this home. I've given you like, um, you know, a call to love others and to care for one another's and to fellowship with another's. And it's like one of the reasons we were called to start the home church is we just, that word that comes up so frequently in scripture, one another, bear with one another, pray with one, like all these with one another we wanted that more intimately and more um, close-knit feeling with to walk through that with others, and we just felt it had to be small. And so hearing about um, 
the kind of home churches that were happening with Francis Chan and just getting excited about, I feel like that would really be easier to do in a small setting for uh, for us. And I think it, I think it has been for sure. Yeah. I'm hearing in, in all of that, this, or the word that came to mind was that you were empowered in your experience of practicing hospitality, but it was contagious. It was something that in the modeling of it and other people experiencing it in your home, they were empowered to do it and try it in their space and in their context and with the people that they were around, which I think is an incredible understanding of good, that when there is something that's valuable and meaningful in our lives, for that to be passed on and for other people to be able to take that up. And as you mentioned, the community where you're from, it's going on without you being there, which I think is a pretty um, amazing thing about the practice of hospitality that we can even leave it in places where we come from. And so that might even be something I think for our listeners to consider, um, not just what you're doing in the place that you are, but what are you passing on? What are you empowering other people to begin practicing because they have experienced that with you. And I think that's a really beautiful good to consider. Actually, our, our school system has shared this quote, and I'm forgetting what book it came from, but it's this concept of having 30-year eyes and that the things that we're doing now, considering how that will impact people 30 years from now. And I think I'm really hearing that from your experience with the practice of hospitality is that it's bringing good for years to come. I think the challenge for me, but also for our listeners, is to really practice hospitality with the intention of leaving something behind that is good and beautiful to look back on and say, that's a good thing that I would want to be passed from person to person. So enjoy your week and pass on the good. Bing! That, was, that was gold. Put the exclamation point right on it. 